Christina, you got everything you need? I'm ready, Gene. Let's fucking roll. Let's go in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast? With Christina P. Uh, what up, dogs? So glad you're here. Let's talk some dates. September 9th through 11th, Austin Tejas at the Creek in the Cave. And then I go to Oklahoma City. Uh, September 23rd through 25th. And then I go to Indianapolis, October 6th and 7th. Denver at the Comedy Works, October 21st through 23rd. And then Raleigh, North Carolina, November 4th through 6th. Atlanta at the Punchline. Gosh, I haven't been there in ages. November 19th through 20th. Salt Lake City has been rescheduled for November 26th through 28th. And then San Antonio is now moved to December 9th at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club, 9th through 11th, Orlando, Florida in December. And that's it. I have a special announcement coming up. Uh, I'm not going to do it right this second, but it's big. It's going to be so fucking big. Tickets at ChristinaPOnline.com. Also, if you haven't already. How about that? That's right. Bad, ba- bad baby. The bad baby. She's she's killing it on the ground, but... um. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. And then what was like, oh, if you haven't done it already, subscribe to this show on YouTube. You're watching me here. Get notification when this episode drops so that you don't lose a precious minute of all that's going on at where my mom's at. You know, your mom's house is one type of show. It's Tommy and I doing our thing and stuff like that. And then you have this show, which is like a weird, it's like when Lisa Bonet did her spinoff on a, it's a different world you know there's the cosby show and then there's it's a different world You're and here you have this, lisa bonet kick huh i just love her and i'm so i'm still so upset that she's so beautiful and, and her husband and everything but this is a spinoff show this is where you get to know the booth boys and you get to hear a little bit more about the personal dramas in all our lives and 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 mom stuff of course mom stuff but we try to make it fun because those mom podcasts my goodness are they just depressing we can't talk about how depressing it is to be a mother all the time can we because it can be. Let me tell you, I know you guys. Uh, so last time we spoke, my little Juju was so sick and it just went on for days. And I'm happy to announce that he's Polly and bi and he's chosen his pronouns. And besides that, he's healthy as a horse. And boy, don't you know it as a mom, when those babies are sick, your heart just stops beating, you know, for a few days. I, I get so much anxiety and when you see them happy and running and playing and causing mayhem again, you're like, thank God, thank God. They're that's some screaming. I don't know if you guys picked that up, <laughs> but you just want to hear them wreaking havoc. That's when, you know, life is normal when your children are screaming and tearing your house apart. Ugh, it's so depressing when they're sick. Cause you just want the suffering and you'd rather suffer for them, obviously. Uh, so there's that update, big update in Nadav's world. Apparently you really, you, you tore your stomach lining last night. Yeah, Let's I, talk about it. I really put a hurting on myself, Christina. I'm just <laughs> trying to get Texas ready. And uh, You're getting your fighting weight? What are you doing? Where'd yeah. you go? So a buddy of mine, uh, he texted me yesterday, and there's, there's, a Holly, there's a Hollywood, like, it's a historic restaurant called Muzo and Frank's. 
And mm. he yes, had old a, Hollywood. Yeah, old Hollywood. And uh, like it's been around for 100 years. Um, mm. They say the fettuccine Alfredo was brought over from Italy over there for the first time. It's historic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so a buddy of mine was like, Hey, I have a reservation here. Uh, the two friends uh-huh. I was going to go with, uh, canceled on me. So, I mean, off chance it's at five thirty. I know you work, but do you want to come? I'm like, this is actually perfect timing. Cause we had an early start today, which means we have an early finish, which means I could go have steak with you. So we went. So and- you chose the steak over the fettuccine Alfredo or did you do both? You, you know what's fun is that each time I'm like, I, mean, I think I'm going to try the fettuccine Alfredo this time. And then yeah. I'm like, who the fuck? No, I'm having a ribeye. You know, that's. Yeah, you you want to spoil yourself. You're like, if it's here, it's the good stuff. I'm going to get the good stuff. Like, why? Yeah, exactly. And so. Yeah. And so like, whatever. He texted me at like 10 or 11. And that was right around when me and Chris were trying to figure out what we're having for lunch. Oh, boy. And you got to stra- like, strategize. Yeah. Well, yeah. My strategy is like, hey, Chris, you're on your own. I'm skipping lunch. I'm going to fucking hurt wow. myself for dinner. Wow. <laughs> Which I'm learning was a huge mistake because so, then your stomach just kind of the, your internal stomach is just like not being stretched out or tested throughout the day. So you could hold less volume if you don't eat all day. Yeah. Which is a, was a real problem for me, but I powered through it. You powered through. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And yeah, the, the problem is, is that because I do I do that fasting thing, too. So like I'll not eat for like 16 hours. And then when I eat lunch, I'm ravenous, ravenous. And then I end up eating probably the same amount I would have eaten had I not <laughs> skipped breakfast. You know what I mean? Calorically, I end up <laughs> negating any any kind of fasting benefits. Um, but your body so has more time eat? to recover. Sure. It's fine. Who cares? Like, it's fine. So I'm middle-aged. It's never going, (laughs) it's never going to get where it was. I just surrender. I surrender to being middle-aged. So, Mm -hmm. okay. So what did you eat? But walk me through everything. I like to hear. So we did steak. We did a ribeye. Okay. So first we started. fixins on the side? So I got to give it up to the wait staff over there. They're really, they're just top-notch, top-tier. It's like, I've never been waited on like when I've gone to that restaurant. Like a king. It's literally, it, I literally feel like 1920s royalty. I feel like, what's the male wow. version of a flapper? Who who, right. who who takes out flappers? I feel like a Gatsby. Right. That's it. Right? Right, Chris? Your Gatsby was Chris flappers. knows everything. Wait, so. wait, but Gatsby? Gatsby was like the 20s, which is the roaring 20s, like flapper girls and all that right, shit. Right, right, but the girls were flappers, yeah, the saying. dudes were Gatsby's. Oh, I see what you're saying, like the male equivalent. Right. Of, uh, the time period like is correct. Play- <laughs> yeah, the time period. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got it. He, Chris is not. He, he's, he's listening to other stuff. He's listening to someone else. <laughs> so, the thing is, is that, it, it, you know, you, you're, yeah, I know what you're saying. You're like the, the, the bell of the ball. They, they treat you like you're, you're royalty there. Right. Yeah. So like Good. yeah, so we get in there, and like the 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 people at the front table, they're like, "Oh, good to see you!" Like like it's like they're just mm-hmm. talking to you like they're friends, you know. And then mm. um and then they say, uh, "Ooh, we got good news for you. We're gonna put you at the mm. Jack Nicholson table." Oh wow! Which is code for the table right next to the bathroom. Is <laughs> that not true? It's it, not true. No, I promise you, it's true. And they're like, they joke. They're like, you know, we, we have to, you know, if he shows up, we're gonna have to move your tables and we always keep it open for them but that's because it is the shittiest table in the restaurant but okay. in a great restaurant who gives a care okay it was, it was good stuff i didn't smell any bad smells it was good 
But I'm just saying, uh, let's walk through the menu. I mean, I, I want to hear what you ate. Walk me through it so I can shame sorry, you. That's I'm the whole se- point. Go the ahead. I'm setting the scene. So There's too many de- details. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go. What did you, did you do a salad? Did you do a salad? Fuck a salad. Fuck a salad. It's... It's weak. French onions. You know, soup? you know what's funny? We ordered a, a grilled broccolini, and all nah. I did was I took the hollandaise sauce that came with it and poured it on yeah. the steak. A hundred, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I didn't touch. Fuck your broccolini. broccolini. Yeah, fuck a broccolini. Fuck your broccolini. Like, why are you pretending to go healthy when you're you're just gonna go and rip it? Like, exactly. rip it. Okay. So go tell me. So so we go through. So first they bring a loaf, like the loaf of bread, and I yeah face it i just fucking yeah. i plow through yeah. it like my friend's just like dude we're at a nice place don't fill up on the bread i'm like i haven't eaten all that's day true. why don't you suck me and so you're just yeah. like all right that's a little aggressive and butter and butter yeah 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 and yeah. oh and you it's do the, the thing i see i do the thing because the butter always comes out too cold jesus christ i'm really letting my <sighs> fatness out right now but i love the it. butter comes out too cold so what i do and i learned this from my brother who isn't fat that you just mm. take the thing that the butter comes in and you just start cupping it in your hands so it gets to hand warmth. Wow, that's really a smart trick. Yeah, and then it, it spreads. Oh, it spreads so easy, Christina. It spreads yeah. so easy for you. <laughs> yeah, and you add, did you eat the entire loaf? Uh, not, I, I had the whole loaf and the whole butter. <laughs> starting strong that's yeah. a strong opener okay so go ahead so you're already full like that 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 technically is probably enough of a meal oh really, yeah when you think and we're caloric. two drinks in yeah. so it's like I'm oh fucking, you're you're and you're starving i'm sweating and full of bread starving <laughs> and you're, you're full of booze that's the worst time to eat when you're full of booze on an empty stomach yeah and you're just waiting for your meal you're like come on i'm ready i'm so fucking hungry and you're eyeballing everybody's dish yeah okay exactly. okay like, so yeah yeah so, so, okay, bread, and then go ahead. Next, so, appetizer. So, so, so as soon as we get our drink orders in and those come in, he's like, so what would you guys like to eat? And we're like, fuck, all right, well, I'm getting a ribeye. He's getting a ribeye. We're each getting a baked potato. We're going to get some grilled broccolini okay. just to make it look like we care about stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah. and then my friend uh, throws, a, throws a curveball. He's like, what do you think about garlic toast? I was like, okay. Oh, I'm wow, gonna, that's the best. Go fuck with some garlic toast. And then the guy says... Do you want this all at once, or do you want me to bring the garlic toast out first like an appetizer? I was like, you know what? That's a great fucking idea. This is why you make the big bucks and why you're getting a big tip. So he brought the garlic toast out, and so I am now shoving garlic bread on top of the normal bread that I've already eaten. Let me tell you, this garlic bread is so much more buttered than I buttered my bread. Yeah. This is the most. So now you've got two layers of buttered garlicky <laughs> bread. And like a, it's like, yeah, and it just layers your stomach in grease. Yep. And I'll tell you what, yeah. by the time I take yeah. the, like the steak comes, and by the time I take the first bite of my steak, I'm like, mm. I'm already uncomfortably full. You're going to die. Yeah. It's too late. I've it's too literally late. Too ruined much everything. <laughs> too much at the top. You, you had to pace yourself. You fucked up. Yeah. yeah but, oh. you know, mama raised a champ, yeah. so I just kept on yeah. cutting and eating and cutting Good. and eating Good. and cutting and eating. And, um, Good. Yeah, then my friend was like, uh, hey, so I also have tickets to this concert afterwards. Are you?" I'm like, you're planning to do shit after this? Are you insane? <laughs> I need to go home and literally breathe. Like, that's what I'm yeah. doing for the rest of the night is just trying to catch my Man, breath. Man, <laughs> the first time, so I, there's a restaurant here in Austin mm-hmm. that we love. And they have killer garlic bread, too. The first time Tom and I went there, we did the same bad mistake, filled up on garlic bread. Just it was so good. And then ate our meal. 
I haven't felt so sick in my entire life. And the, cause it, the flavors are so good. You're like, I don't care. I'm going to keep shoving it in and shoving it in and shoving it in. I felt like vomiting. Like we were walking and I remember being like, my stomach can't be any fuller. You know, when you feel like this is not going to happen, this is going to be like this all night. And I, I was full all night and then red wine too. Oh, that's, that's like the worst. Yeah, yeah. You trick yourself and you're like, Ooh, that'll probably be a digestif. Wrong. Yeah, bullshit. Wrong. It it, it's going to make me, it worse. <laughs> white worser. Fucking white worser. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear you showed up. Did you shit yet? Have you had your post dump? Yeah. yeah. It's sloppy. I, well, mess. I mean, I wouldn't really know. Like, I went home and I didn't need to take a dump. So what I did was I just sat on my bidet and just let that shit run for like and, 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> you and I have that ability. And what that does is stimulate the anal glands. Yeah, no, and yeah, it fills it up brown. and then cleans everything out, and just like pff, I yeah. don't even have to work for this shit. No, and which, I, you know, which, I'm so proud of you. Well, Drew will say that that creates a, a lazy rectum, and I'm starting to believe him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, thank you for that update, Nadal. That was really interesting, and um, I like that you you bring that with with you and you shared that story. Yeah, thank you know, you. it's I know what you like, and I try and bring it to the table. I appreciate that. I'm going to that restaurant on Friday. I'm, my friend's in from out of town and I'm going to take her there. And I'm planning on not eating that whole day just so I can tear my stomach lining. <laughs> now you see now. All right. So here's a tip, because what you want to do, <laughs> tip. <laughs> what you want to do, you want to have some sort of lunch, even if it's just maybe just the drink small. half a gallon of water throughout the day, because what, what yeah. you're going to do, you're going to fuck up the amount of space that you can keep in your stomach and you want to get all the flavors in and you're not going to have room for I all know, the flavors. I know. It's so, it's so tenuous. I know. You got to real plan this out. It's, it's kind of I a bummer how much you need to plan it. <laughs> Cause I do, I wish I could eat like five times more than I can. You know, like I, I wish, like I wish we did vomitoriums again, like the old Greeks did where you would eat. And then like, they loved eating so much that they would vomit. And then just go back and keep eating. I'm like, I, I would like, if I weren't so phobic of vomiting, I would probably gladly be bulimic. Like, Oh God, mm. I don't know. But bulimia is a different thing, right? That's like a control anxiety thing, but just for the joy of eating, I wish I could just vomit and then go back for thirds, fourths, fifths well, and just do it. I think there is a way to do it. Cause <sighs> I mean, Z Zolo could attest to this. Uh, we went through a phase where we were watching competitive eater videos Yes, I love that shit. And like you're talking my this is my favorite sport. Dude, they would they would destroy mom and pop restaurants. They would shut them yeah. down like pre-COVID. It was it was wild to watch them put away. And like they yeah. always felt like they were getting fucked over. I mean, so so like what, what like I think like there was a fish and chip spot where they're like these motherfuckers cheated us and it was like Jesus Christ, they're mm. getting real mad about this cod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those videos were the best. The, the whole thing would be like they would go to all-you-can-eat restaurants and just take advantage of the whole like system <laughs> because they're competitive eaters and like that's yeah, what I they do. It. And they would always get kicked out because it was like so unreasonable what they were doing, but they would get <laughs> so angry that they were getting kicked out for like their $15 fish and chips or whatever. Yeah, well, so I've I love competitive eaters and I studied them. There's Sonia, the Black Widow. She was this tiny little Japanese woman, and Sonia can eat like 200 fucking chicken wings. Oh, in one you sitting. showed you showed me her. I think. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's then Takiro like Kobayashi, the ten pounds of noodles, right? Is that yeah, her? She's a psycho. <laughs> and Takiro Kobayashi, who I think is one of the greatest competitive Ooh. eaters of all time. Shout out to Joey Chestnut, who's no you know a uh, 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 lightweight either, but Takiro would 
uh, train his body, train the stomach like an organ, right? Like meaning he would right. train like a muscle. So he would f- drink gallons of water to stretch out the stomach. He mm-hmm. would eat cabbage, gaseous, you know, fibrous foods to really expand the stomach and train for mm-hmm. that national hot dog eating contest that he won like six years in a row because yeah. he was so talented. And and that's not like that's like that's I think right. he's the first foreigner to take it away from an American, right? Like he's. They didn't like it. People didn't like that to hear that that guy was doing it. But then Joey Chestnut kicked his ass and Joey's been kicking his ass for the last few years. I would love to know that. I love it. I love competitive eating. What a stupid thing to dedicate your life to. I think the dumber it is, the more I'm like, I get it. I'm on board. I really like it. I love it. If it's dumb, I'm into it. Same. I love dumb. So speaking of dumb, you guys might notice today I've done a bit of a glam up look. I've done fake eyelashes. This is Glamnetics. They're a sponsor of the show. I, I wore them today to show you, and they are actually very easy and very, very good. So shout out to Glamnetics. Yeah, you're, you're looking fire, Christina. You're looking, looking all fire. Glammy. Thanks, bro. And so I put in also some clip-in hair, okay? So there's like extensions, because I was watching Love Island with my husband, Tom, and I was watching that this generation of girls, everything's fake about women right now. The, the look is to be heavily made up, right? Fake eyelashes. You get fake hair like me and then the clip in the extensions are fake and then your tits are fake and then you contour your face. You see those videos on TikTok. There's this great video of this girl who's like, you know, my boyfriend left me and she's got yellow teeth and she's all ugly. And then she flips her hair and all of a sudden she's made up and she's like a supermodel, which is just the magic of makeup. And women are really learning how to do their hair and makeup on a whole other level now because of the Internet, I imagine, and, and taking so many photos of yourself. So, yeah, this is it. This is this is my version of glam right now. And, you know, women are just doing so much. It, it was it's a uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, though. That's why I don't do it very often. Yeah, but, it, hey, it's looking good. Trying to do it. I'd say it's the biggest thing that I'm like, thank God I'm, you know, I'm a dude. Because like, dude. how much time did you have to put into like looking <sighs> like, like it seems like such a fucking day killer. It's it's the fucking worst. And honestly, too, like the one thing I hate about taping a comedy special or tape or doing television or anything like movies and stuff is because it takes so long to do hair and makeup for a woman. I remember when I did Chelsea lately, like an hour and a half in hair and makeup just to go out there and tell fart jokes. And you're just like, come on, I'm a comic. Do I have to look good? Yeah. Unfortunately, as a woman, you do because people look at you and forget it. This next hour I'm going to tape. It's going to take four hours i told the director i need four hours of hair and makeup he's like are you serious i'm like yeah that's how fucking long it takes Ooh, you're sitting there and you're like they got to doll you up and you know the hair takes forever every piece of hair has got to look perfect because people look at you for years especially on netflix oh my gosh i mean are, are you considering going oh my god with, my eyelashes uh, are hitting the- my glasses <laughs> <laughs> How do women? And that's the thing. So it's so not functional to look like this. And then people get big nails. I'm like, how do you? How do you do anything with nails? I'm how sorry, do you take you a saying? shit like that? <laughs> how do you take a shit? <laughs> but um, you know, if you're gonna put, if you're gonna be four hours in the makeup chair, does that mean you're gonna use that YMH live look? Yes. Uh, that uh, Tina, that's what I was gonna say. Tina took about six hours in hair and makeup. Damn, that Gosh. was six hours. Oh yeah, and that you don't even. Freak. Tina took two days so i had to go get fitted for the boobs right and then they did like a makeup test the tattoo test to make sure that you know everything's placed so it actually was like all in all maybe 10 hours jesus but can you imagine there's some people that work on movies who you know they like for instance the grinch uh when jim carrey did the grinch who stole christmas 
doing that green Grinch outfit that took like fucking eight hours of makeup every day to get into that suit. And that's why they get paid millions, man, to sit and get, get, Oh, I would hate it. But you know, I will tell you a funny story. um, Go ahead. Go ahead. About, about, uh, about the tits from the YMH live. Is that we (laughs) we still have that in the office, just lying around. And for the last (laughs) few weeks in a row, like the clean, yeah. we have a cleaning crew that comes in once a week, and for the last two months, it's been a new one each week, and so each time they they're come like, across oh. the tits and they're like, "What do you want me to do with these tits? <laughs> <laughs> with these tetas?" And just come on, them, do what you want. No, yeah, it's just like uh, don't clean the tattoos off them. We're gonna try and frame that later. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tina was such a hit. But I tell you, if there if there was ever a hit, it was Tina the whore on YMH Live. That's what we're talking about. If you guys don't, well, didn't watch me on the live show, we did this character that was just outrageous. She had huge cans with spider webs on them and face tattoos and the nails and just such a such a damaged girl look. It was fantastic. And I, I have to say that I don't I don't ever dress that way normally, so it was really off putting to get that much sexual attention. Yeah, there I am. <laughs> Yeah, so this uh, here everyone can see it now. It took ten hours hours to, to... to do that <laughs> to fake do that. Yeah, and and I gotta tell you the energy shift in that studio. Like you guys, I could cut the air because all the boys were. You guys see me this way, right? And then when I walked out like that, the te- the 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 energy had shifted. <laughs> well, you you were unrecognizable. I mean, didn't didn't you say Rogan uh, asked Tommy was just like, hey. Uh, was yeah. Christina cool with yeah. you having that chick on the on the live yeah. show with you? <laughs> yeah, Rogan's like, who's that girl? Tom's like, that's Christina. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh my god, it was so much fun. I just saw Joe. We did a show together here in Austin. It was so much fun to see everybody. Boy, I tell you, this comedy scene is really fun here. It's like uh, it, we're really a lot freer out in Texas. There's there's not a lot of SJW shit happening, which is just fucking right. such such a blessing. Sure, Let's get back into with it. It's so much better. I mean, it's I think this is this this shift where all these comedians are coming out here and creating a scene is like it's just dynamic. It's it's dynamite. It's gonna be a real next fun five years. Let's do some follow-ups. Most importantly, I mean, my goodness, what kind of voicemail follow-ups do we have, Nadav? Oh yeah. Okay, I got, I got a couple for you. Uh, a lot of important topics on on one thirteen. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go. All right, let's start with this one. This one seems the most interesting to me. Okie doke. Hey, mommies, it's Sarah from New York. I need to weigh in on this soap thing because Nadav keeps saying that because soap is soap, it's automatically clean. Wrong. Soap works because it breaks down oils and it also has antibacterial properties. But you need friction to make it work. So if it falls on the floor so much, it's really not that sanitary. And any is a thousand percent right. First of all, how is a bar that's exposed to the elements more sanitary than a bottle that is literally closed off? The only way things can go is out of the bottle. So I agree with any here. Body wash, shower gel, foaming wash, a thousand times better than archaic bar soap. Wow. Hi and tight. Okay. Bye, mommy. Can I tell you how much I love that New York accent. She's like, I've got to tell you, Sarah from New York here. First of all, the soap is uh, dirt. I love how people get so serious and fired up. 
And I understand her point. Friction takes the oils off. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I don't know. Nadav, I feel the same way you do about this. Yeah, I understand her point. I just disagree with it because yeah, well, it's like, how do you think I'm using the bar soap? I'm just squeezing it into my mat. Like it's, do you think I'm not yeah. using friction to put it on my body? How Listen, am I using this, this bar debate, soap? This whole debate, it's like, it's like to get vaccinated or not. You know what I mean? It's like a big deal. We need like a Fauci. We need someone to, to sign off on, uh, you know, on, on the science behind this. Uh, we have to ask Dr. Drew. That's the only way we're going to get this resolved. Right. Bar soap versus liquids. Ah, see, but I have a feeling Dr. Drew. It's more sanitary. I have a feeling he's not going to give us the answer we want. <laughs> like I had just, just in the back of my mind, I feel like the, si- the science isn't there to back us, but I don't want to read the article. I'm only reading confirmation bias type stuff that's going to reinforce that bar soap is the way to go. <laughs> okay. Wait, I just I just looked down and I saw the best thing. By the way, Chris Larson, I think about <laughs> so I I've been like last night I had the sweatiest night sleep. Okay. <laughs> and every time I have a sweaty night, I'm like, oh, Chris Larson would hate this. Like, I always think about your disdain for my night sweats and how much I love a sweaty. <laughs> anyway, last night it was so sweaty and I woke up just drenched. My, my pajamas were so wet. Why do you like that? <laughs> so disgusting. I don't know. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm purifying the temple. I feel like I'm burning. Let me tell you what it is. I'm Real talk, real talk. My baby was coughing in my face for the last four days. The kid was so sick. Um, we had another sick kid around. Like there were so many sick people around me. I believe, I fucking believe that because I sweat at night, I sweat out the, the germs, the bacteria, the viruses that could make me sick. My body is saying, fuck you, virus. Fuck you, bacteria. This is what the night sweats do. They you know, fucking good bar soap will do that too. <laughs> no! <laughs> Pussy American shit. Fucking Chris Larson. Just... <laughs> Dwayne Nadav, where are you on the night sweats? <laughs> uh, I'm Team Chris on this one. I think you're foul as shit, and I think it's I think it's <laughs> wild that you'd like it. Do you like, wash your sheets like, every day or something? Like, yeah, I do. Ha- okay, hold Not on. Actually, day. Christina, so much th- this is what I'd like to see. <laughs> My pillow. <laughs> I want you to take off all of the sheets, all of the bedding of your mattress, and I want to see <laughs> what the side of your bed looks like I'm, without so any let me coverings. Tell you. Hey. P.S. It's a Solaire. I, I sleep on a Solaire mattress. Thank you, Sadva Mattress Company. And it looks fucking impeccable, okay? Look, because it's organic cotton made in America. I know it's, it's, look, I know it's a great mattress. I know it's great cotton. I know it's great materials. But I think that <laughs> they're all kind of stained a shade of yellow, probably. Oh, fuck you, no. I'm very clean. My sweat is clean. Come on. So this guy's, oh my this God. guy's chiming off. Hey, Mommy Jean, since you're so into a good night sweat, step up your game and check out infrared sauna blankets on Amazon. Keep it high and tight, T-Bone infrared sauna blanket. that sounds right up my alley i love it Dude. let me tell you the second my husband tom steps foot out of the house i turn up our thermostat in our bedroom 75 do 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 i i want it to be a fucking terrarium in there i love it you know what why don't you do one better you know there's whenever i see a fighter cut weight for a fight they have like one of those aluminum blankets to kind of just keep yeah. the heat in yeah uh yeah, so that solar, they could sweat off blanket. all the weight why don't we yeah, yeah. Get you one of those. 
You want you to just sleep in the, sleep yeah. with that on your side of the bed? Yeah. Can I tell you why I'm weary of those? So back in the 90s, I remember the story that Martin Lawrence wanted to lose weight real fast. And he was jogging and like wearing wrapped in like a solar blanket and he passed out. And I think about that story. <laughs> like, why would he jog? He was jogging in a solar blanket and he just sweat so much that he passed out. Like he was trying to lose weight for a movie or something. <laughs> like uh-huh. that sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> Well, look, you're not going to be running while you're wearing this blanket. You're going to be sleeping. So you're not going to be overexert. It's going to be the right kind of sweat. And if you pass out, that's what it's supposed to do. Chris, what do you have against fun? Like, what? Why are we? What, what's the deal? What What would make you have fun in life? How, how can I make you smile? I feel like I just want to make you happy, Chris. I want. What is it? What can I do for you? Uh. You know, I, I'm a man who doesn't know what he wants, I guess. Um, we know what you, you wanna want. Go to, you want to go to Medieval Times? Is that fun? <laughs> no, I think I'm good. <laughs> you want a massage? A massage you want me to book nice. you a massage? Yeah, Burke Williams or some, somewhere nice. Maybe, look, maybe maybe dream I bigger. Mean, What's bigger than a massage? What do you want? <laughs> well, Burke oh, Williams is pretty nice. I, I would get him a nice one. What do you want? A pony? <laughs> one of those mini ponies that do well in apartments <laughs> you want a tiny horse <laughs> yeah you know me i've always wanted a small horse a small horse to go with your rat <laughs> yep yep and they'll be okay. best friends and the, the think rat about will it. ride the horse okay listen i want you to think about what you want i want to make you happy chris i can't are wait. you there you speak yeah, english I mean, what, what is fucking going on okay i love you think about it all right, back oh to where my mom's at. Very important hot topic. <laughs> Gosh, man, you know, we put out these trailers, these promos for where my mom's at. And sometimes on, you know, on, on the gram, you're like, that one was fun. People enjoyed that. And then there are your bangers. And the woman that called in saying she loves come. And there's a trailer. You guys cut the promo. It was so beautifully done. Thank you, Booth Boys. You guys nailed it. Uh, my reaction to this woman saying how much she loves the taste and she craves all this nasty shit. So here's some come follow up here. Mm. Hey, mommy, I'm Ann. Yeah. Is there, is there another voicemail come follow up? Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. Not, a, not a come follow up for this one. Okay. Well, here's a, here's an email. I'm Ann from a Western Chicago suburb. Let's not say what the name of it is. I'm listening to episode 110 and I can't disagree more with the woman that loves cum. I literally can't stand the taste of it. Just thinking of it now makes me gag. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is normal. My husband wishes so bad for me to take a fat load in the mouth, but I can't. I just can't. I did it once for him and I've never done it again. We've been together since 2011 and married since 2014. I'm so thankful that I know his tell right before it's going to spit. <laughs> so I just finish them off with my hand. The promises of drinking fruit juice to make it taste better. Do not make me want to do it more. LOL. Nope. 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 Say no to scrum. You bet I'm coming up in may piss on me. Beat me. And yeah, I mean, everyone's heard these stupid things. He's not going to drink it. First of all, he's a guy. They're not going to fucking do anything that's going to put them out to whatever. The point is you can also, I've done this move too, where you just, you let them finish in the mouth and then you just you spit it out in your hand and then you rub it on uh, the sheet. You can also do that. 
Okay, I agree with the first half of that. (laughs) What what are sheets for? uh, for, I guess they're for sweating and smearing cum on. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Brooklinen.com. The greatest sheets. And right now you can use my code for 20%. (laughs) I'm telling those Brooklinen sheets, they can handle a lot. All right. There's a reason I really love Brooklyn. (laughs) You can come and sweat in those sheets. No problems. Well, you know, I got I got a follow-up question for this lady. Go ahead. You don't like the taste of cum. You don't like the taste of scrum. What do you like? (laughs) What's left? Uh, All other tastes. Do you like kissing? Do you like the flavor of kiss of kissing? Like what like what's go what do you like? All all the other tastes are better than cum, trust me. There's there's Would you rather like armpits than like scrum? Um I don't like armpit tastes either. We've all accidentally tasted armpits. Mm-hmm. You know? And you don't even know, know what scrum tastes like. So how do you how can you even make this decision? I don't know. Gotcha. I, I don't want to answer this. I, I'm I don't want to try it out. I want to die before I try it out. Okay, so I asked you guys to sound off on the skateboarding idea. For those of you who may not have heard of the episode a while back, I I, you know, made the decision to go forward and buy my five-year-old skateboard with the provision that he wears full helmet, full, you know, protective gear every time he's on that damn thing. And within an hour, this kid was on the board balancing, doing tricks already. It was nuts. So it was a good decision. Um, So far, so good. Um, Right now he's still in the Pac-Man, so he's kind of left the board on the side, but he's going to get back into it. So here we go. This guy writes, Ed writes, hey, stoked to hear your kiddo was taking up skateboarding. It's such an excellent lifelong hobby that will keep them grounded. I started skateboarding when I was 10, but also picked up wakeboarding. Oh, around the same time. In Austin, there's a great uh, wakeboarding park called Quest ATX that is really fun summer activity when it's hot outside to go skate. If little jeans love skateboarding, he'll love wakeboarding. This is so true. Um, yeah, that's a huge activity here in Austin. And I, I bet you he will love, love, love it. Hey, Hitler, I'm a Gen X dad who skated all throughout childhood and gave it up when life got to raising kids. I have a 19-year-old boy who, when he was four, showed crazy balance skills on one of those cheap Walmart skateboards. I got proper skateboards, not only for him, but for myself. We spent the next 10 years going to every skate park in Oregon on my days off. And it was the best thing for me and my son, even on days that I was working, he would come and say, we need to check out these spots, dad, to which I'd always reply. Sure. We had a lot of fun. Never met a skater. That was a pussy. Keep encouraging him skate every day and live life. Three, six, five. I agree. I think that's why I love, I'm so attracted to skating. It's definitely not for fucking pussies. It's just punk as shit. And it's, it, it fosters discipline and following a passion and being consistent and follow through and keep going and, and fuck your fears and fuck your mind and, uh, and, and keep going. And that's just, that's, that's the secret to life. And I think surfing too, I was watching a documentary about um, this guy who wanted to surf the hundred foot wave. Have you seen this one? Oh yeah. Is it big wave surfers? Is it the guy that did uh, yes. Town and Z boys? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I've seen that. <sighs> Dude, that's and a he's wild with Laird Hamilton. Man. Yeah, dude. I mean, and this guy's old. He's like, he's older than me. And he's like, I'm going to, I want to surf this hundred foot wave. And then he goes to Nazarene, Nazarene, Nazarene in Portugal. 
and they st- they spend a year studying the wave trajectory and where it breaks. And it's just chaos out there. There's no, there's no clean breaks. There's, it's not like Hawaii, like, um, Waimea Bay where like there's a bay and then there's, you know, just right. waves coming in and out. The it's just chaos here. and rocks. Yeah, yeah. It's chaos. So it's just, it's so amazing to watch how these people to such dedication to something so silly, which is big wave surfing. Like, who fucking cares? Dude, they gotta they get tugged out there with a jet ski. Is how big yes. these waves are. <laughs> yeah, to put that in perspective, what he just wouldn't adopt just said. If you don't know, these fools find they they got a jet ski. This this these men innovated this te- this way of surfing in the late eighties, where you take a jet ski and then you pull right? The surfboard out in past the breaks, like all the way out there where these huge waves are. And if you've been to Waimea Bay, which I have, um, it, it is nuts that these guys are capable of surfing these huge, I mean, Waimea, I think it's what, like 25 to 50 foot waves. That's Waimea. So these, that's 50 foot, 50 feet. And then this guy goes to Nazare and he surfs in Portugal for a hundred. Look at that shit, dude. I mean, it is it is just so gnarly that they're able that these got this men these men have this courage to do it. I mean, yeah, there's a footage of there's footage of him riding like a I think it's a 70, 70 some foot wave, and you see the barrel, and you just like, is this guy gonna make it out? Because it's just enormous, and then lo and behold, it comes out of the mist out of this barrel, and people are just like, what? It's the biggest thing ever. And it's just the triumph of the human spirit, dude. This is what it is to be human, Holy to ride stupid shit, waves. Dude. And it's so, you know, what's so great about this documentary is that the locals in Nazare are so annoyed with the surf. Look at that. Look at that fucking wave. Is that a Nazare? Uh, that one on the right? Where is that, man? But the locals in Portugal were so frustrated with these surfers because all their relatives yeah, were is. fishermen. Nazare. It is Nazare. It's fucking wild, dude. If you, you got to look this documentary up, it, it's wild. Uh, the locals hated them when they came because they're like, my grandfather and his father were taken by the sea. They were fishermen who died. And now you are coming with your fucking jet skis to bullshit surf big way. Like people couldn't, they could not understand why yeah, these you, surfers were you're having like, what, are you fun. stupid? Yeah, you, know, you asshole. You're having fun on the thing that wiped out half my family. <laughs> yeah, what are you, retarded? Get the fuck out of here and you're on your stupid surfboard, you idiot. Uh, but again, I love dumb shit. This must be another thing. Cause I'm like, yeah, why not in life? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You may as well surf the big waves. What, what, a, what a wonderfully inspiring. And you know, what's really inspiring about this documentary is that he didn't, he wasn't consistent. He gave up at 35. He thought, you know what? I have kids. I got to be normal now. And he opened a surf shop, got bored, went back to surfing in his forties. So it just goes to show like, your trajectory may not always be just like straight up. You might take a break. You might reassess. You might change lanes. You might, you know, as long as you keep going, just keep going. Never quit. Never quit. Cause you never know where you're going to end up. So what a fucking, so, so far a lot of um, support for my skateboarding. Good. I hope so. Squeegee for the car. We had a, we had a woman saying that they carry their own squeegee in the car. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is funny. Um, I use a squeegee almost daily for work and the gas station ones suck. It's always better to have your own. <laughs> oh, how are you doing this? Okay. 
I also keep a small Rubbermaid box in the back of my car to store the squeegee, detail spray, and microfiber cloths in case a bird shits on the car and I hit a big bug. Keep it high and tight, Alex. I mean, this sounds like a full-time job. I'm actually more on board with this because what I was imagining, because you said your mom carried her own squeegee, right? Yeah, she just threw it in the in the trunk. Yeah, that's what I was imagining anytime someone says they have their own squeegee. But she has like a whole thing in mind. And there's something about people that keep their car pristine that to me is just impressive. Like, I bet she makes her bed in the morning, you know? Yeah, she's one of those. That's, see, I find that to be such a waste of time, making the bed. And you're like, well, what's the point? But I, I like when it's done, honestly. I agree. No, I yeah, bet Chris it's, Larson it's makes nice his bed. It's nice getting into a bed. It sucks. I waste my time on making my bed. Whoa. You, you don't? Wow. No, 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 no. It's not worth Wow. It. You don't make your bed? No. <laughs> I'm lazy. Wow. I don't like to have Jeez. work in the morning. I feel so shook. Yeah, same. I, I, I would have <laughs> bet so much money that you make your bed every day. No, not at all. Oh. I gotta I mean, tell you, I just started making my bed, and it's nice. It's nice to get into what? a made bed. Yeah, Josh, what happened? Why did you change suddenly? <laughs> like, what, 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 what was the thing? I don't, I don't know. I, I just felt like there was, it was like the thing I'm supposed to be doing. And I mean, my bed's super wow. simple. I only have like a comforter, so I really just have to like put the pillows and like the comforter over it. it takes me less than a minute, but it, it's pretty nice. And the room looks nice when you walk in there. It, it does. It gives you a little a little boost when you see it made. A little pep. Yeah, you're yeah. spoiling yourself. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. You deserve it. Do we have any voicemail Pajitsky effects? Oh, bro, we got so many. <laughs> oh, well, let's get into it because I God, I just had one and I it was like a language thing too. It was like learning what surf and turf was. And I was like, oh my God, I have to remember that. Let me think. I'm such a fucking idiot. Wait, have you had a new one since then? Yeah, dude, I had like, I forget what it was. It was very recent. I'm like, Tom, I'm such a retard. <laughs> oh, I think it was, uh, I went, no. I can't. Okay. That's all right, because I'll tell you what, we got so many more Pajitsky Okay, let's do voicemails. Yeah, yeah. So I love these. These are the best. Hey, Mommy. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, and I had to share my Pajitsky effect. I'm a college student, which means I have no money at all, but I just realized I can afford to buy a can opener. I've been using the knife to open cans for like a year now. So just know that even at your poorest, you can afford a can opener on Amazon and you can stop ruining knives. Love the show and you bet I'm coming up in May. Fucking A. First of all, congratulations on the upgrade. Secondly, how are you opening cans with a knife? Even my dad, my dad would even use... Uh, one of those can openers, like a jack, like he would dig holes into stuff. Right, like one of those like Swiss Army knife ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how the fuck is this guy? What does he mean? Like Popeye? Like I don't Popeye know. would I saw promise it? you this dude has scars on his hands. Like he's definitely <laughs> missed it once or twice, you know? <laughs> but Look I was the mom. same way when I moved into my own apartment. <laughs> like because every, everyone in my family had a Swiss Army knife because my dad was obsessed with that shit. So, I want one. And so I would just use the like the hand Swiss Army knife can opener for like a year. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like I fuck it, like I would avoid cooking things that involved cans. And then I'm of like Of course, your whole life. Right. And then like I was just like I went to the supermarket. I'm like, wait, can openers are like five bucks here? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and you really want to treat yourself right. Try an electric can opener. I mean I just got one like seven years ago. All you do is go and you push down and it goes Meh, and it does it for you. 
That's get your fan- life, dude. That's too fancy. I don't it's know. So I good. Do <laughs> it's so good. Do you know what I bought today? I really spoiled myself. Mm-hmm. I, I need a jewel, jewelry cleaner, jewelry cleaner. And I usually just get that nasty, toxic liquid that you drop your shit into. And then you, it's like toxic as hell, right? I saw this one that was like sonic vibrations. And you like, it oh, yeah, cleans your the, jewelry. That's what the pros use. Yeah. So I bought one on Amazon for like 30 bucks. And I was like, you deserve this. Like, <laughs> I give myself a pep talk because I was like, I don't know, but that chemical stuff is what I know. I'm used to burning my. <laughs> so I'm taking a chance. Good job. Yeah. My uh, my dad was a jeweler. I remember. Is it one of those things where it's oh, like yeah. it, it's a bath yeah. and then you like kind of hold it into it yeah. and you just, it just pulses? Yeah. Like, yeah. And you put a little soapy yet. water in there and then, uh, yeah, like the vibrations clean it better than like just letting it sit in something. How? But I like this. I'm excited. Wait, I had a thought. The can opener. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to Oh, yo, I want a Swiss Army knife. I was thinking about that. Like, I want to carry one in my purse. Um, and I met a woman on the plane who was like, what, she's from Texas? She's like, yeah. They took away, the TSA took away my my um, Swiss Army knife. And then, well, good thing I didn't have my gun in my purse. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is Texas. You can just have a gun in your purse. I'm like, I can't wait to do that. That's going to be wild. That's probably why people are so damn friendly. Now, what, what, like, what made you say or think like, oh, I wish I had a Swiss Army knife right now? Like, what was the like thought? Every process? minute, every moment of my life, because like I'm always forever trying to cut something fucking open for my kids. Like, oh shit, I can't cut open this toy package, or I feel like I need one a lot, like a nail file. You know, mm. I would like it. I'm going to get one again. I haven't had one since high school. Okay, let's do another one. These are fun. <laughs> okay. Let's... I like that he's like, I can have a can opener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Here's a Pajitsky fact about... What so. a fucking maniac. <laughs> Hi, Christina P. Diddy. So Hi. I had a Pajitsky effect in the shower the other day. I realized I can use as much body wash or shampoo or conditioner as much as I want. I can use as much as I want. I don't have to use the bare minimum, so I don't have to purchase it as often. I can just use as much so I can shave my legs more comfortably and wash my hair fully. (laughs) That's my Pajinsky effect. Bye, Jean. Oh, my gosh. Of course, because you're taught as a child, don't don't use so much. Only use a pea-sized amount of toothpaste. Only use a dollop of shampoo. And then you grow up and you're like, fuck that. I could do I could do whatever I want. Oh, my God. I totally did the same thing. Yeah. Scarcity, right? Scarcity. A little dabble, do just you? Just a little. A little. Just a little. Just a little. It's like, no, I don't care. That's just one of the perks of like now just being just being like financially secure and not being severely poor is just being like, I don't care. I don't care. That's, that is really one of the best things is just going like, Oh shit. I just dropped. Like I, I, you know, I, I spilled the shampoo and it's really expensive shampoo. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't care. I'll just buy another one. I don't care anymore. Cause I cared so much the first, you know, fucking 35 years of my life. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Oh yeah. dude. All right. Let's, yeah, let's do more. These are fun. These are so much fun. Hey, Mommy Tina. It's John from Maine. I'm just calling with my Pajitsky effect. So every time my remote, my scale, or other electronic devices have dead batteries, it becomes a whole thing. I got to remember yeah. to get up 
and get them from the store or buy them on Amazon, and that takes a couple days. So the whole time you can't use your device. So what did I do? Uh. I went out and got rechargeable batteries. They die, you recharge them. Done in about an hour. You never run out of juice again. You're all set. Thanks, Mommy. Keep them jeans high and tight. You bet I'm coming up in May, and let's go full travel. Wow. I've, you know that I've never even conceived of doing that? Like, I've never even considered it. <laughs> I've always thought rechargeable batteries, who has the time? I thought it was like it takes like a month and a half to recharge a battery. (laughs) (laughs) It takes an hour? It takes. (laughs) And the apparatus. Like, gosh, will I know how to, will I know how to do it? I don't know. I have to read directions. I want to read directions. I'm not an electrician. (laughs) I don't, I don't know how to make a battery capacitor or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like how big is the charger? How will I find one? Oh no. Gosh, it sounds like a lot of work, but if it, if you say it works, goodness. Chris Larson, do you use rechargeable batteries? Um, I don't, but I'm familiar with them. We used them a lot in college for our club. And? Uh, they were good in the beginning. Um, they do tend to lose their charge over, over time. Like they become, they hold less charge, and so you have to charge them Got more you. often. Um, or they overheat. That was another problem we can't run into. But maybe that was just because... We were using the wrong batteries. Yeah. I don't know. Did you say um, for your club? Yeah. yeah uh, for the student group I was part of in college. What a student group is yeah, that? Yeah, go on. It was a, it was a, <laughs> it was a media organization. It was called, like, as I went to Berkeley, so it was Cal TV. It was like a TV studio kind of thing. Aww. Um I forgot you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> Cal Berkeley. Gosh, I wish I were smart enough to go there. It's a good school. Um. Yeah. I can't believe you went to Berkeley. Yeah, and you yeah. work here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of changes happened in my life since then. No, I mean that you went to Berkeley, and it, it's such a liberal, like, LSD fun, fun times place. Was it like that when you went there? I mean, I'm sure people were having that kind of fun um, there. I was not part of those groups, if you can imagine. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a very um, very spirited like a rebelliousness to the student body yeah. there. I mean, that's I was there during a lot of the uh, Occupy protests, so mm, cool. um, there's a lot of that <laughs> going on. I knew a boy that went to Berkeley, so I went to USF, which is across the bridge there. And this guy was he was a brilliant math major. My goodness, just genius! But he had this funny habit that every now and then he would just spend a weekend smoking crack and he would just get high on crack <laughs> for like, he would just choose a week and he's like, I'm just going to smoke crack this week. And then I'm just going to stop. And then he would stop. He wasn't addicted. He would just go on these bizarro, like horrible binge binges for like, I think he was doing heroin too. He's like, I'm doing heroin this week. And you're like, wow. And he was brilliant. And he kept up with the studies. And uh, yeah, he had uh, access to good drugs. We did a lot of LSD with that guy. Good guy. You know, some people are just capable of doing that, which blows my mind. Yes. I think he had enough brain brain to spare. Like he was one of those guys that you're like, you're fucking on another level. Like you can afford to kill like half of that and you're still smarter than all of us. So I get that. So now 
the protests and all that. Okay. All right. Did you ever get, did you ever get naked at Berkeley and like do any naked things? Oh, right. They like, do the naked orgies. mile run like every year, right? Is yeah. that Berkeley? <laughs> yeah. They do have this uh, naked run through the library every year that they do during uh, dead week, which is the week before finals. I was not a part of that. Um, I did do like an underwear run in my freshman year because I was part of this, um, this, uh, the dorm, the, I was part of the only all male dorm. Um, and the, one oh, of their traditions is, uh, to do this run every year. Um, okay. are there pictures from this run? Not that I'm going to give you. So there are. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that should be your next, uh, Instagram post. What? Me running through the streets yeah. in my underwear? Just be like, Hey, yeah. uh, you know, throwback Thursday or throwback whatever the fuck Thursday. and be like, Hey, this is the anniversary of when I ran in my underwear in Berkeley. <laughs> Okay. Never. He'll never do that. I'm not gonna do that. I don't have the body for that anymore. How many massages do you need in order for you to post that? <laughs> uh, too many to count. I'm not, I'm not running through the streets of my underwear. I'm sorry. Not happening. We gotta get you fun. Get you to be fun. You'll, you'll get there. All right, let's do another one. We got another voicemail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got quite a few more. Hey, mommy. The Jitski effect for you. So I do about 40 miles on my commute to work, and right now in Los Angeles, it's really hot. So I'll get in my car, I'll blast the AC, and then I'll get cold, so then I'll turn it off. And then immediately I'll get hot. So I'll blast the AC, and then I'll get cold, and then I'll turn it off. And then I'll immediately get hot. And I'll do this for about 20 times until I finally get to work. And the other day I realized, hey, there's this whole middle ground where it's not completely cold, and it's not off where I can set it at and be comfortable. But anyways, <laughs> that's just something I learned the other day. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, we've discussed this, that you don't have to suffer in the extreme polarities of extreme heat or extreme cold. <laughs> you can live somewhere in the middle. Um, the water stuff was the best. Was it Annie who was like, you can set it at the temperature you want it to be and then get in versus like super, super hot, get in, torture yourself, find the right. Right. Cause I think in cars, it's like, uh, I think the bottom is 60 degrees and the top is 90. And I think for a lot of my life, that's how we did it too. We're just like, Hey, <laughs> it's either we're trying to not get frostbite or we're trying to not get heat stroke. Like it's, it's one of those two. <laughs> Because I get it, it, you know, when you get in the car and it's so hot, like you just want it cooled immediately. So I do that. I blast it as fucking cold. I, I want it as cold as possible. And then you're like, okay, I'm, I feel sick inside. I feel like I have a fever. Can we turn this down? And then it's now you're so cold. Oh, I hate it. You're like, I if I stay it. cold for too long, it's going to interfere with my night sweat. That's right. How am I going to get a good night sweat? <laughs> 75 degrees. That's my favorite. My room temp. Let's do this one. Uh, growing up, I hated celery because of how tough and stringy it is. One day, I opened a recipe online that called for fresh celery peeled. What? I think I just had a vision. Wait, wait, what? You could peel celery? What? What? Uh, uh. I was I was confused AF until I realized, until I tried it and then immediately realized I had been lied to my entire life. <laughs> I think I'm having the moment. Just peel the celery where you can pull the strings off with your fingernails. Wait. Finally, I can enjoy celery. I thought it's made and of strings. Strings are just on the outside? Of... <laughs> Wait, listen to what this person writes. 
<laughs> Finally, I can enjoy celery and peanut butter without chewing on a big ball of Grinch pubes. <laughs> Piss on me, beat me, Mark. Mark, wait, you can shave it? You can peel it like a like a peeler? Oh my, it's called de-threading. What? What? Oh my God, I've been suffering to my whole life. Chris, did you know about this? <laughs> uh, I don't eat celery, so... <laughs> Um, I know you can kill I other just, vegetables. But I just assume that's part of the suffering of celery is that you have to suffer through the strings in your teeth and stuff. I thought that's what like makes it that's good for you. I thought that's like, yeah, yeah that's the fi- that's what makes it fiber. That's fiber, right? Oh, my God. Right, Chris? Probably. I mean, <laughs> that is fiber. I mean, eat straw, fiber. I just thought we had to suffer. And have those strings in your teeth and like, uh, and then, yeah, you get that big ball of pubes, scrunch pubes and you're like, and then I always spit out like the ball of strings. I'm like, uh, no, shit. I swallow that clump in and you're like, this is, this is going to be good for me. This is going to clean some stuff out. This is going to grab <laughs> some stuff on the way clump. out. <laughs> you swallow the clump. <laughs> it's that good clump. <laughs> But you know it what shit I never, is good. You know what shit I never got though? Do you fuck with pomegranate yeah. seeds? Yo, here's the deal, man. I like the taste, the flavors, but the fucking seeds hurt my teeth and shit. I'm like, why am I ripping up my cavities or ripping up my fillings for this? I'm gonna break my fucking bondings. No way. Yeah. It's like I don't no. understand like that's uh like I feel like if if you pressed it, like I like the juiciness of it, and then there's yeah, like, like the a, juice. A, there's like some sort of kernel of bullshit in there that's just like that's a, what I'm hey, saying. Let, let me ruin this for you real quick. Yo, that's going to fuck up all my fake teeth. That's going to jack up my veneers. That's going to jack up my fucking crowns. No, bro, I'm not doing that. Cool. Glad nah. we're on the same page on that. Nah, <laughs> but I like the flaves. Yeah, it, no, it you know what great. I, you know what I really like to drink that I forget? Like, it's probably my favorite drink in the world is Welch's grape juice. And I just forget uh, about it. I fucking love that shit, bro. Uh, what don't, uh, oh, I bet you like Sunny Delight. Are you into fucking Sunny D? homie uh, it's it's upsetting how well you're reading me <laughs> it's i used to i think i hate welch's grape because that's jay shit like every friday oh. instead of wine we like the kids would get a cup of grape juice and i just hate See, grape flavor that's why i'm jewish i fucking knew it like i have a genetic i love it i should have been fucking raised jewish i knew it <laughs> and then Wouldn't the you? sunny d i remember in college I would I just get one of those huge gallons and then I would just swig it like no, everyone else hated it. So I would just I would just swig it whenever I needed to. Like that was like my sustenance in college. If I, I'd use it as like a if I was going from class to class, I'd be like, ooh, I got to take like five swigs of Sunny D to last me the next two classes. Okay. I'm going to fucking throw up. So first of all, Sunny D is first if you've not had it before, it's marketed as orange drink, not orange juice. Right. So it basically tastes like orange Julius. If you've ever had an orange Julius without the uh, the foamy whippiness to it, it's like a thick orange goo shake. Can you look up? Let's see what's in Sunny D. It's nothing but like, why is it viscous? It's like a viscous syrupy drink. It's not orange juice. I believe you're, you're, uh, that is what is the substance is called tang. 
It's, Tang? And that's just, or, it's like. It, I like the, Tang. The appeal of Sunny D is like you get all that orange flavor without that gross pulp. That's why, that's what I liked about it. Oh, but Tang I like because it's sour. I used to eat Tang just like with my finger. I dip it in there and eat Tang. I oh. love Tang. Oh, Do they still make Tang? Fuck, let's get some Tang up homie, in this bitch. Homie, Tang is Sunny D, dude. <laughs> it is not Sunny D. It is not. You fucking bite your tongue. Tang is not Sunny D. Okay. Yeah, all right. You no. Ready to hear, you ready to hear what's in Sunny D? Uh, yeah. According it's to its nasty. website, the brand's Tangy original flavor is made with water, high fructose corn syrup, and then yeah. 2% or less of a whole bunch of ingredients, including concentrated orange tangerine apple all right so only two percent of it is actual fruit it's, <laughs> it's all just sugar different sugar people ask why is sunny d bad for you it's loaded oh, with sugar, sugar. Has artificial sweeteners coloring agents yeah. and almost no nutritional content <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's nasty as fuck it's like yoohoo i hated yoohoo too like just make chocolate milk at home dude don't oh, drink yoohoo yoohoo fucks dude you know what was really good? Orangina. You ever oh, have that? Orangina's still good. That fucks, yeah. They got like the cinnamon on the bottom of it. It's like, oh, that's Love how it. you know it's good. That's how you know. It's made from that. And real I also, shit. I like that shit too. I like Fanta. I like orange Fanta. Shit's fake as fuck. Tastes good. Ooh, you know what? But Fanta oh. in other countries tastes better. Like Hungarian Fanta, the orange flavor is the best. Bro. It's like real orange. If you, know? you like orange Fanta, do you, do you fuck with Haritos? Yeah, of course I fucking fuck with Haritos. Mandarin, I'm saying Mandarin Haritos is like like uh, it's it's the it's the best version of Fanta. It's like a million times better than Fanta. Well, of course, because it's the real Mexican shit. Yo, Mexican soda, Mexican chips, Mexican fucking almost anything. The flavors are on point. So much better than American shit. Like the chips, all that shit. Their fucking pork cracklings are so much better. Yeah, Haritos. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. All right, let's see. That celery shit just blew my mind, bro. Hey, Kristen. <laughs> I had my very own Pajitsky effect the other day regarding my pillowcases. My issue was that I would never remember to wash my pillowcases when I did my once weekly laundry. But then I realized that I could actually go buy a second pair of pillowcases to have ready on standby. So that when I do think about wanting to change them, I could just do it right away and then put the dirty ones in the laundry bin so that I remember to wash them when I do laundry. Now I feel like less of a TikTok. Keep my tight, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good one. I remember back when I used yep. to like wash all my bedding, I'd only have one set. And I'd be like, great. Looks like I can't nap for the next four hours at least. Yeah. I was just... <laughs> Like your whole day, you're like, Ugh, I don't have any sheets. I can't nap until this thing is dry. It's just a bare bed. <laughs> Who, I can't sleep in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. 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 So fucking stupid. All right. We got a couple more uh, Pachinski effect voicemails. Sure. Hi, Mommy. This is Paige from Indiana. Love you guys so much. Um, so I have a really good Pajitsky effect for you. I was driving down the street the other day, and it was pretty warm outside. And, but it was too warm to have all the windows down. So I'm blasting my air conditioning. And then I had the realization, after 29 years of life, I can open my fucking sunroof if I want to, and all the windows, and blast the air. Like, yeah. I'm an adult. I pay for all of this. 
My dad used to yell at me all the time when I was younger about it. So we can open our windows and blast our air as long as we pay for it, right? Keep them high and tight. Love you guys. Bye, jeans. Agreed. And I remember one time Tom and I, we were so, we were broke, but we inherited a lovely convertible from Tom's dad, Top Dog. For like two years, we had this convertible and it was so luxurious. I remember being like, you know what? I'm going to ride this convertible top down in the middle of winter in LA because the sun is so beautiful in LA in the winter time. And I'm going to fucking heat this thing up. I don't give a rip. And I remember that was my big indulgence is just heating that convertible and putting the top down and driving down Wilshire Boulevard. It was really, really beautiful. Fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, you pay for it. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But why is it that so, it's so funny? Dads hate wasting air conditioning. That is like, like on the dad hierarchy of needs. Number one is don't waste air conditioning. Keep the door closed. Look at the door closed. Wait, yeah. wait, did you have a real air conditioner in a dove or did your dad do it? My dad did and get us a swamp cooler so that the whole house just got no. damp. So we had like one or two God. wall units and then we had like a big AC wall system units. that we were never allowed to turn on. Of course. <laughs> and then I think like, so I think that kind of like scarred me a little bit. I was just like, uh, oh, no, 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 you can only turn on the AC when it's 110 outside. Yeah. And yep. now I'm at the point, Christina. Sometimes, sometimes Christina. <laughs> yeah. In the in the in the dead of winter, I turn my heat on, and then sometimes I'm like, it's a little too hot. I turn yep. the AC on yep. at the same time. <laughs> You're crazy. It's Who a, deserves all that yeah, luxury? It's, Wait, it's, crazy? Funny, it's insanity. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because, like, immigrant parents, it's all about never using the heat. It's like how it's a game of attrition. Like, how much can you suffer? Before kicking, like caving in and turning the heater on, caving in and using the cooling. Like, oh right. my God. Like, we have more character to build before we could turn the AC on. I remember one time, it was winter time. My mom was put making something in the oven. And then she's like, she left the oven open. She's like, let the heat out. It's good. It heats up the apartment. I'm what? like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's gas. It's gas. Not good. But she did. Don't face the heat. Is good for you. Good for the heat. Yeah, I'm like tired. (laughs) Mom, I'm sleepy. (sighs) Fuck me, dude. Okay, let's uh, let's close on mom hack. I got a good mom hack here. Hi, mommy. Uh, I've been a long time nanny to little ones and have picked up a few tips and tricks over the years. The most recent trick I've picked up is I've started carrying around a three-in-one mist cleaning. Oh, a three-in-one mist screen cleaner everywhere I go. The life-changing invention is only $8 on Amazon and is about the size of a lipstick. It works wonders for cleaning off the sticky remnants little kids leave behind after playing on your phone. No shit. Now I never have to use my own spit and shirt to clean off my phone screen ever again. It's also great for cleaning off your laptop or monitor's screen. Hope this trick helps some mommies or dads out there. Love you, Kate from Minnesota. So she carries around a three-in-one mist screen cleaner everywhere she goes. Okay, so maybe she does like a little one. Yeah, not like a full fucking Windex bottle, but like a little one. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Because this shit... Is fucking filthy. And by the way, if you haven't noticed what this is in your parent, this is an OtterBox, uh, the Defender series. <laughs> Don't fuck with just regular OtterBox because 
your kid's going to throw this on the floor and it'll still break if you don't have the defender series and do yourself a favor. Do you, I don't know if you, I'm probably talking like I'm 80 years old, but uh, I, lo- I love where this is gone. <laughs> sorry. I don't know if you know this, but so you know, you, when you go to the mall, to the kiosk and they put that screen on your screen to protect it, right? Like, like the plastic, glass, like the, yeah. Like the little screen protector. Sheet. Yeah. Did you know you can just buy that shit on Amazon and do it yourself? Here's what's is that crazy. Like old news? I knew you could buy it on Amazon. I didn't know you could put it on yourself, though. <laughs> okay, I'm finally ahead of the curve. Technology is something I knew that you guys. Because I remember I bought I bought a phone one time and I saw a guy do it and he like he sprayed something underneath it and yeah. then put it on. I was just like, yeah. that's too much. I don't. I can't educate myself on how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much work. Yeah, it's gotta, like rechargeable batteries. Right. I gotta go to Metro PCS for them to do it for me. <laughs> You tell, I'll do it for you. Next time I see you, I'll um, I'll hook you up. It's so easy. I do Tom's phone. When we get new phones, I do it for everybody in the house. That's so, so that, funny. I just I just keep yeah, it on until like, it bubbles up and then just eventually <laughs> falls off. I'm like, oh, guess I don't have any more screen protection. <laughs> because there's no, there's no ring of hell worse than the Apple store. Like, I make sure that this is the most protected, protected item in my life. Like, there's no bigger waste than going to the Apple store. And the fucking store gives me so much anxiety because there's no formal lineup situation. Someone's like, oh, hey, you here for that? Great, stand over there. Someone will find you. And like, if that doesn't tap into your primal abandonment fears, like as a child of, uh, well, where's my mom? Is she going to pick me up on time? It's a 305. I don't know. Am I going to go to daycare? I don't know. Like, I I don't fucking like the Apple store for that reason. Like, fuck you. Give me a ticket with like the number, like the bakery. So I know what number I am or let me queue up. I want to line up like a, a, a old Eastern European. Don't, don't do this ambiguous. That like, is such a good point. Right. Yeah. It it's really so fucking does stressful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like who's going to pick me up from school? Is, is it going to be mom? Is it going to be dad? Do they know where I am? Right. How do I get yeah. a hold of them? Does someone, know. does an adult know where I am right now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like every day of my life after school. Like, who's going to get me? Is it, oh, God. Then what? Oh, God, are we going to go to Coco's? Are we going to go to Carl's Jr. for dinner? What's it going to be? I don't know. Am I eating a hot dog? Oh, oh God. Okay, so that's it for now. My food has arrived. I'm so excited. I'm going to have tacos. Hell yeah. Uh, so listen, thank you, guys. Thank you, Booth Boys, for always uh, being there. And it was super fun talking to you all today. I said, y'all, did you hear that? Yeah, you're Shit. real Texan there. Fuck, I said, y'all. And that was organic, too. That was embarrassing. I apologize to everybody listening. (laughs) Any hoodles. I love you. Um, Come see me. Do stand up live. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. I'm coming to your town. I'm coming up in May. And um, subscribe to this show if you like it on YouTube. And until next time, stay cool, moms. Okay, bye. Now, you're gorgeous. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at?